All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Salty Show, where we talk about everything from politics to pop culture and everything in between. On this episode, we're going to tackle some of the major headlines that happened this week. Uh, First up, Trump triumphant in New Hampshire, making history. Uh, This is like I I was hearing since the 70s, like nobody's won the Iowa caucus. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We won it three times. Bigly. All right, then we're also going to dive into the crisis at the border uh, is is heating up. The, the SCOTUS ruling this week has sparked a which I don't I don't know how else to describe it, but a standoff between uh, Texas and the federal government. So right now, everything is leading up, escalating towards a civil war. The last thing we're going to talk about is shocking revelation and the resignation of the GOP AZ chairman. This, uh, And I want to hear your opinion, Tim, because you're very involved in Arizona politics. Harry Lake leaks a audio tape of him, the potential uh, bribery text. I don't know how, how to describe it, but like basically bribery or uh, blackmail. All right, all that and more on this episode of The Salty Show. All right, who do we got with us today? Yeehaw! What's up, partners? Is your <laughs> famous cowboy Timmy Two Time in the house? What's up, partners? Oh my god! Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Sammy Joe. Wait, wait, wait! Hey everybody, this is Jeremy, and welcome to our crazy world. Yeehaw! <laughs> Sammy is back. What? Welcome back, lady. Hello, you are now in hello. Dallas, Fort Worth. You are in the state that's having the drama. I am. She could be coming back to Arizona real we quick. We sent her over there just so that she could be like boots on the ground, see what's happening. You're going to tell us what's happening out of Texas. That's right. Frontline. <laughs> but let's get into this. Okay. So, um, well, you know what? Let, I'm going to I'm gonna put it up for the vote. Let, let democracy read. Which one do you guys want to talk about? Because, again, New Hampshire, Trump big win, Texas versus Biden, and the AZ. That's the most important story. The rest of it's all noise. Texas v. Biden? Point. Yeah, that, that, this is well, this impacts everybody well, okay. beyond belief. So let, let's let's start off with. Uh, oh, let me just highlight then the New Hampshire thing, and we'll just skim through that. But I just want to point out a, a couple things that it's very important so to point out. What do you what, what? Why? What do you mean? <laughs> You're like, what do you guys want to start with? Yeah, let's go with this. Oh, you know what? Let's start, let's do this well, one. You first. voted, let's, but nobody else voted. You're the one who's well, like I mean, one, one out of zero, right? right. Well, yeah. Right. I let I'm everybody. Just I'm just playing. I'm, no, let's we can let's breeze through New Hampshire yeah. real quick. New Hampshire, and then Texas. I got to bust your balls. Bro. All right, right. So now he, here's the thing. Um, so what, what? Where were we at? We uh, Trump had won Iowa, and Nikki Haley comes in second, and. Uh, DeSantis comes in third, Vivek's class. Vivek drops out, calls on everybody else to, and we covered this last episode, so he calls on everybody else to, hey, you know what? Suspend your campaign so that, you know, the rightful guy can lead this, because obviously Trump is leading way ahead everywhere. And then DeSantis drops out, right? And uh, when he drops out, he throws his support behind Trump. And now Tim messaged me and I'm like, this is a good call. He had to do this. There's no way... You know, I mean, like he's going to lose New Hampshire. Nikki Haley's leading. He's just going to embarrass himself if he sets up him, himself for that. And what he did is obviously the people who've supported him are also supporting Trump, but they feel like Trump is unelectable, blah, 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 blah. But that doesn't mes- necessarily mean that they're, they were going to vote for Nikki Haley. Now, everybody knew this. Nikki Haley and her campaign, what they're, what they're doing 
is they are soliciting votes from Democrats. This is not a secret, guys. Tim, you saw those videos, CNN interviewing people who had just voted, and they're asking them, who did you vote for? Nikki Haley, what do I identify as? Oh, well, I I registered as independent. Who are you going to vote in the national election? Obviously Biden, but I'm just going to try to stop Trump now. There's multiple interviews of this shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and so this is why Nikki Haley was able to come in. I'm going to put it in quotation marks, close to what Trump had. But he, 70% Trump, of her voters were non-Republican. Thank you. Exactly. Democrats, Tim. Well, independent. I mean, I, I say non. So I'm going to say non. One thing that, that I, the point that I'm trying to drive across here is that even with all that cheating that they had, Trump won so big, more votes than in the history. Was it the history of New Hampshire, Tim? Yeah, like yeah. It, like it, it, he blew everybody out of the water. Obviously, there's just two of them running, but whatever. But how, how do you deny? How do you deny how popular this guy is? But everybody's still trying to hype up. Uh, what uh, what's her name? Um, Nikki Haley. She she comes out and says, "Oh, this is not over. We're gonna go. We're not gonna." And I'm like, "What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing?" Well, the whole point of Nikki Haley, we kind of talked about it last week. The whole point of Nikki Haley is to try to get her to be Trump's VP, right? Because she's got the billionaire donor money. Right. So they can help sabotage the MAGA movement, because if you if you really notice what's going on on out in D.C. Right. See, last week it got leaked that they were about to do that. Uh, Senator Senator Lankford was help was negotiating up with the Dems on a immigration bill. Right. Securing the border. That's what it's about. But the details got leaked. Uh, the details basically said they were going to give amnesty to like fucking millions of illegals. Wow. Uh, then and then give people work permits and then. They were going to do, oh, we're going we're gonna to stop the border crisis by importing 5,000 illegals a day so that we don't kill the border patrol. So we're going to import them and give them citizenship and all that. So that got leaked. So what, what happened? That got leaked and then, every, you know, activists and everybody got on the phone and everything, blah, blah, blah. But after New Hampshire, uh, the number one issue on the exit polls, and normally exit polls, nah, the number one issue, immigration in New Hampshire. On the Republican side and the Democrat side, uh-oh, Dems have a problem. So now all the morning talk shows, oh, Republicans are trying to squash it, and they want fentanyl coming in, and they're trying to play make this like yeah, yeah, Joe Scarborough and all them are fucking communists. So and they're not talking about the bill. But then what happens yesterday? Mitch McConnell has a closed door meeting with other senators, and content to that meeting got leaked out, basically saying. Yeah, this immigration bill is probably going to have to be put on the back burner because we don't want to we, we don't want to uh, impede what Trump is doing because Trump is running on the border. We don't want to impact what he's doing. So, you know, because Trump Trump stepped in, basically said, you are not doing this bill. And McConnell f- kind of caved yesterday. So it's going to be interesting because it ties into what the other subject is where, that you want to get to yeah. uh, as the main meat and potatoes. But this is big, guys. I mean, you know, inflation economy. Yeah, that affects us every day. But this immigration, we don't have a country if what they wanted. It, we do not have a country if Donald Trump does not win the presidency. I'm sorry. I don't like saying I'm one man or anything, but all these other people, they want to import these illegals. I, and I give told them you jobs. guys, plain and simple. When I, when I first moved out here to Western PA, this is back in 2020. Go listen to the episodes, guys. And I was telling you guys, I was telling you guys, you know what? It's crazy because... I haven't seen a Hispanic here, you know, since I moved. I haven't seen a Hispanic. The first Hispanics that I saw were the guys who were moving my bed. And, uh, and now 
and 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 guys, these these they're fresh off the boat, fresh off the boat. They don't even speak English, and they're at the bar that where you guys were at, right? And, and so again, if it's happening this far out, this far removed from the border, can you imagine the border states? Can you imagine any other like the big cities? Like guys, you guys saw. I'm like we're 40 minutes away from downtown Pittsburgh. And it's like, what, why is it out here? And when I, I've talked to a couple of these guys and they, they're housing them out here, out mm -hmm. here, the federal government is paying for, I don't know how, using taxpayer dollars to how, this is fucking Biden's doing. This is insanity. But, but okay, even from a humanitarian perspective, let's say that these people were fleeing war, persecution, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, let, let, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. My question is, to Tim's point, how is this sustainable and how do we survive as a country when we're getting such an influx of people who, again, they don't necessarily have a love for the country as a lot of people do. They haven't been vetted. Do they have the skills? It is cheap labor. And it only hurts the people who the Democrats claim to be for. It hurts the little guy. The, the same person who's receiving ben those benefits from the government, it is now going to the illegals. And so that's why, to Tim's point, these inner cities and these Democrat mayors and these Democrat governors are themselves sounding the alarm and saying, folks, uh, I think we have it wrong here because our constituents are coming to these meetings and they're screaming. And we've seen videos, I've shown you guys, of the screaming and yelling at them and saying, what the fuck? Why are these people being placed in front of the line when they didn't even cross the border legally? So, so that, that's a I mean, this is why it's a major issue for the Democrats. And they're in a really bad position because they told every sanctuary cities, blah, blah, blah. It sounds great. Oh, you vote with your heart. You vote with your emotions, right? I just put a link in the uh, chat. And this basically sums up what is happening with our tax dollars and how these illegals are being treated in this country. This is what our money's going towards and how they're housing them because they, don't, they can't deal with it. But this sums it up perfectly why right, this me, is a major, major problem. Let me present my screen here. Because these are military-aged men coming into this country. Oh, yeah. Unvetted. Everybody's known this. Could you ask my screen? Yep. Yeah. I'll give you guys an update on why I'm here. The flight got canceled in Chicago. I was actually flying home to see my girls. So I got to stay here a night. So I figure what better thing to do than uh, come and show you what's happening, give you an update. And surprise, surprise, it's worse. There's more people here than there were before. That entire curtain all the way back for 100 yards is full. And they're actually coming out, out to here as well. And every single day, more and more and more busloads. And there are hundreds of locations around the area here that are full every single day they're getting more full the weather weather's getting worse and there's no end in sight because the democrats are inviting more of this this is at o'hare airport what's up bro my boy again hey we said yep i put you on the film because he said my mom should swallow me <laughs> wow you get to be on film because you're in public Venezuela, they've actually, so this whole thing, this whole black curtain, full of illegals all the way down, the entire bus terminal's no taken picture. over. Who said no pictures? You're in America. 
This whole bus terminal has been taken over by illegals because they've been invited in by Joe Biden. But now they don't even have room behind here. They have hundreds behind this black curtain. Now they're, they're having to put the beds out here so that American citizens can't even sit out here anymore. What's insane is, is that this is happening at an airport. Right. In Chicago, and yeah. nobody's covering it. Nobody's talking about this. Right. No, he, he but, but people know. Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy? Call it a bus terminal. Is, is this a, like a bus terminal that's attached to O'Hare? Yeah. So, like, w when you walk through the terminal, like, they have a whole bus terminal that you can hop on the buses and, you know, take it to wherever you want, right? Like, uh, you know how, like, at Sky Harbor, you, you can go outside across the street and hop on, pu you know, public transportation? And they pick you up right outside curbside. Nah, okay. I, well, even, yeah. Regardless of where it's at, Jeremy. This right, is what, the, right. what, the, what the fuck is this shit? You know what I mean? Like, look, again, I would, I would get it if it's a humanitarian crisis. All right. But the problem is, is that, let's say, then why does Biden support Maduro? Why does Biden support the same goddamn type of government that these people are supposedly fleeing from in Venezuela? Do you see what I'm saying? So, so like it, it's yeah. it's fucking plan. It's imported cheap labor and imported votes. Yeah, it's it's the the end outweighs the mean, right? The the idea that not only are some of these people going to move into to areas where they will be able to vote, right? That's one problem. But even the other problem is is when the the 2030 census comes out, it's this is going to shift electoral votes to these places that have all these people now. If they're granted citizenship, that's a, that's a thing. Right. And that's why do this you have whole to be a amnesty. citizen to, to do a census. I don't think so. Nope. Uh, they, that's not, why they're yeah. flooding them. They want them all because they all count. Yeah. Sure. They, they may not be able to vote, but when, when they take the census for, you know, New York city, redistricting. And, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And when there's, you know, an extra 20 million people that they just piped in. But guess what? Great. You get another uh, electoral vote for New York. And then what are they going to then what are they going to do with after it's all done? And like, then they're just Aha. here and then nothing. Yeah. No, 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 no. They have a whole plan because you got to remember, these are all military age men. Real quick. I know we got to move on. Go back to that video and, and fast forward to around like two minutes and 10 seconds because he interviews one of the illegals. This shit is going to blow your mind. Of what, the, of what this guy says and where he's from and the pictures that he shows. We're importing people that hate this country and they want to radically transform uh, guys, it. Guys, I've been saying this for a long time. Uh, this is even before the border crisis. I, I, was, I was a young kid and I remember, and I told you guys a story, I was at like a Dillard's or something. And I see this kid and he's talking to his mom in Spanish and he says, mom, can you get me this polo? It's this polo shirt that has the American flag. And the woman says in Spanish, Get that shit out of my face and bring me something with the Mexican flag. And, and, and I, as a young kid, I'm like dumbfounded. And I'm like, if you hate this country so much, why the fuck are you here? You see what I'm saying? And so it's because it's a mentality, Tim, that America has been pillaging and, and taking away the land of, yeah, is some bullshit. And, but people, Americans, and I tell everybody out here, you're so far removed from the border that you don't understand a vast majority of people who are coming here don't have a love for the country. They have loyalty to their country. You see it by the flag that they wear. They wave it in their car. And you think that these people are going to stand in solidarity with you if there's a crisis with another country? Good luck. Illegally into our country, that's fine. And Venezuela. 
Mani Colas Maduro. Sí, sí, sí. No good. No good. Colas Maduro, no good. Hace nueve años en Venezuela era militar. Oh, militar? Sí. Wow. wow. Military so he... from Venezuela. Así. There he is. Yeah. And we're supposed to believe he's here for good? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he I, says... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. No. No. If you hate your country so bad, sit there and help fix it. Because you can't come here. We're closed. We ain't got no money. We can't afford it. We have our own problems to fix. See... This country's in disarray. I, what, what I'll say is this, Tim, is... See, I'm not for closing the border. We, we need to vet who comes in here. Smart right? immigration. Yeah, exactly. And fair immigration. What do I mean by that? A hundred percent of the people who are coming, flooding the border and doing it illegally. No, it shouldn't be like that. Why are we accepting as many Europeans, as many people from, you know, other Eastern European countries, China, other places in the rest of the world? We should be uh, equally applying it, vetting yeah. these people and making sure that we are accept we are fair to the rest of the world. Why a country that shares the border with us, do they get, and I've known this because I, I was... I, I, I went into citizenship and I remember that, you know, because they, they named every country that was represented there and everybody raised their hand. Who's from this country? Who's from that country? And, you know, from, every, you know, A through Z. They get, then they, it's like, for example, they said Algeria, Armenia, whatever, Germany, mm -hmm. one, two people. And then they say Mexico, 400 people raised their hand. And you're like, oh, the disparity in that is unfair. It's unfair for the rest of the world. <laughs> If one country Where's gets a special treatment, yeah. Where's the equity? Where's the equity? Exactly. <laughs> it's not oh, no. right. You, we, you don't count. Eastern European, anybody that consider, quote unquote, Caucasian, even, you know, it's easy to say an Irish person's white. You go tell an Irish person they're white, they'll fucking, they'll knock the fucking your head off. You know what I mean? We just label them here in this country. And they're, oh, yeah, white people, white supremacy, white this, white that. You don't count. You do not count. Well, you need to understand that. I, I want to get to, to what, in their wires. what happened, right? So, because we, we, we're in agreement that, that there's a crisis and there's something that needs to happen. So, in this desperation, in, in this whole thing, you know, everybody's seeing what's happening. And it's not just, I mean, because videos were coming out. I've seen video after video and to the point where I'm nauseated by it. I'm like, and what you're seeing is you see Border Patrol agents uh literally facilitating the trafficking of humans like this is caught on video guys i'm not this i'm not making this up this, stu this stuff up you you see them helping and then they and then when they're asked interviewed on camera why are you doing this why are you allowing for this grown-ass man carrying this child who you don't even know if that's his child and they're like well we've been given orders these these border these cbp agents uh, you know customs and border patrol whatever they're called and I'm like, I'm, I'm just like flabbergasted by this because they're literally breaking uh, laws here, guys. And, and you know, I, I heard uh, Tim Poole say this uh, the other day. He was like, it's the equivalent of those people who are like, well, you know, we were given orders. You know, we were, we were just given orders. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I don't agree with this, but uh, there's nothing I can do. Really? Really. If, if you really believe that what you're doing is 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 participating in human smuggling. You're 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 supporting the cartel in this, because that's what's happening. We saw a movie last summer that that talked about this. That this this is happening in America, and U.S. Border Patrol officers 
are literally helping this by not stopping this and only inviting more of it. And so he was like, look, uh, Tim Pool was like, uh, I'm going ma- to do everything that I can to make sure that every single one of these fools gets arrested. We, we need to hold them. We need to shine the ca- put the camera on them, make sure that they are identified and that they're brought to justice when, when, when the good guys take over. Basically. So yeah. you're talking about the, the Border Patrol agents that are doing this? Or are you yeah. talking about their, their bosses and their bosses' the bosses, border patrol and their bosses' agents. bosses? Because, and- because the Border Patrol agents, because, they're, 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 because this wouldn't, if, if they all decided to quit en masse, this shit would end, or at least it would stop it enough, right? Because what's, what's, what's happening is that they've been acting in this way because, and they're saying, but let's see, the, the thing is, Jeremy, is a lot of these folks, and we're going to talk about the bribery thing with Carrie Lake, and, but I, I guarantee you a lot of these border patrols are being paid by cartels to facilitate this shit. And that's what nobody wants to talk about, right? Because okay. what percentage of those people are facilitating that? But they're saying, hey, we're just giving orders because this is, there's a grand scheme that's happening here. One hand is, you know, uh, helping the other. And it's the cartels helping, helping Biden, helping the corrupt Republicans who just want cheap labor. This is, this is all everybody is involved in this. this is, the corruption goes both ways, uh, on all parties, on all sides. And this is why we need a Donald Trump who's going to usurp this fucking system. And, and it needs to happen. It needs to be him. Because he, he's the only one right now who both of them hate. And when I look at it, I say, who do they hate? They hate him. And so that's who mm-hmm. I want. Because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, we, we have a, a term for it, right? TDS. These people, <laughs> they, they hate him more than they love this country, right? We no, said they hate him, before. but they hate us even yeah. more because there's more of us than there are him. All right. So remember we, we, that we allow him to happen, but well, but but again, you can get rid of him, but you don't get rid of how we think and what we want and what we see. The independent journalist—that's Ben Burkwam of Real America Voice News. Since 2021, when that border opened and that 1201, when Biden took office and that the floods that have come in, that news organization and him specifically and uh, Oscar Blue Romero, because he's on the Mexico side, and they they go into the Darien Gap. They go into the freaking jungle and watch these guys go. They are wow. putting their lives on the line. And you know what they said? Nah, that's nothing going on over there like everybody else. Right? Yeah. And, and, and to the point that you're making that with the Border Patrol, it, it goes from any, any federal, any, any person that's upholding law, there's one true law of the land, and that's the Constitution. They all put their hand on the Bible. They all get sworn in to say, I will... Defend the Constitution from foreign and domestic. Even when I when I do poll work and I got to swear to the fucking Constitution, you know what I mean? From foreign and domestic terrorism and all this shit, crazy. But none of them know what the fuck is in the Constitution. So you're swearing an oath to something you don't understand because your boss says to do it. No, bitch. Yeah, you paid my check, but this right here that says America, you know, with immigration in the Constitution. Yeah, I'm gonna follow that. So don't. This, I'm doing my job. Shit, that's bullshit. I'm going to read the to you what the, your job. I'm going to read to you what the constitution says, but before I do that, so what happened? Obviously these, these, uh, Southern states are, are sick of it and Texas is leading the way. So what did Greg Abbott do? Um, he sent the national or the, the, uh, what is it? The guard, right? The national guard, Texas DPS and national guard in the national guard. Right. So he deployed the national guard to go and kick out, kick out the, the the border patrol the federal uh, uh, agents out of where where they were at what what is that what park is that what is that called the uh, 
Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass, but uh, I forget the name of the actual city. Yeah. Anyway, so they went in, they kicked them out, put barbed wire and said, We're, you know, you're not doing your job. Get out of here. So then they go crying back to Biden. Biden says, all right, we're going to sue Texas. They go to court. It gets escalated to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court comes back, says, yeah, this is under the jurisdiction of the federal government. The federal government is in charge of the you know borders. So then it goes back to Greg Abbott's court. Greg Abbott immediately, immediately, <laughs> I love this, puts more Bob wire, sends more <laughs> National Guard. <laughs> and he says, oh, and, he, and, now and, he, yeah. What were you going to say, so, Jeremy? Oh, I'm just wondering, can he now, since it's been judged by the Supreme Court that it's the federal government's responsibility, can he now sue the federal government for not doing their job? Exactly. So what, so he then references when he comes out, he comes out and talks about this. So he references where in the constitution he's he's holding. And I'm going to read this, but before I do, and this is a beautiful thing, right? Because then you're like, oh shit, Texas is on their own. Come on, Texas, hold on. Cause everybody, you know, every conservative, every, every, you know, God loving, uh, you know, America loving conservative is like, yes, let's go Texas. But where's everybody else? And then slowly, they all start coming and they start supporting. And some of them are even sending troops themselves. Some of, some of them are sending. So it's 25 states right now in total that have thrown the their country. support. Huh? Half the country. Half the country is basically now. So th again, this is why I'm saying this is escalating to a civil war because now the, the court is thrown back to Biden. Now, what is Biden going to do? Is Biden going to send military troops to go and enforce this? To, to go in and make and remove the state national guard that you because again this is this is escalate it's escalating quickly i pray that biden doesn't do something foolish here so what is what does greg abbott says in what what article and section of the constitution does he represent i'm going to read this to you guys and this is very clear and this is why i think greg abbott is absolutely right that the federal government is abdicating the right and their responsibility. And if they're not going to do it, then the Constitution protects the, the, the Texas from being able to do this themselves. So I'm going to read it to you guys. It says, the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasions. Is, is the federal government doing that? No, no. They're claiming asylum. That's why they're not, no. it's not an invasion. But, but, but what are the classifications for asylum? It means they you have to be. change the rules. No, no, but that's the thing. You, you can't. I'm telling you, look. Again, I, no, I'm on your side, but I'm telling you how they're getting around. Right, right. Because I've seen all the lawyers and what they're doing so, and how they're. But again, he has legal standing as it, as it relates to the Constitution. Here, I, I believe he does. And so it's a standoff. Now, if, if the. Because they didn't argue this in, 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 the, in, the, in the courts. I don't think they argued this particular point because this particular point was just brought on right now with Greg Abbott in his speech. And so I think it was smart because maybe it might go back to the Supreme Court or maybe it might be left in limbo because it can, you cannot this is, go. So the Supreme Court basically said, because it's still in the, the lower court. So they, they were like, okay, we're removing the stay of you. The federal government can remove. So this, this is, it's very clear. They're allowed to remove. There's nothing that says that Abbott cannot put more back in. So if they come in and remove, he's just going to keep putting more down. So now you're going to go back and forth. So then, but the, now, you know what's funny? No, sorry, sorry to pause you here. Because you know what's funny is that 
if the if the U Supreme Court said they can remove, but then but then or or they they're allowed to remove or they they can remove, and but the state says, okay, great, good luck. You're not allowed in here. Arrest each and every one of them as they go in. Right now, it, now the, the, I, look, I, I I'm with you. This is bad, and this is why I believe some of the conservative justices voted with the liberals here is because it sets a bad precedent and it makes the federal government weak, right? Because if the state right now, the state of Texas is, is basically flipping off the SCOTUS and saying, mm, sorry, nope, we're not going to follow this. They're, they're abdicating the, the responsibilities here. Um, then any state and any liberal state, whenever a court rules in one way, they can say, Fuck you, which is but, but they have been doing and some liberal states have been doing and even fucking Biden has been doing that with some. We, um, we've created yeah. this kind of the, the, the politics and the politicians of this country and the media have created such a problem for people like for the normal people, because most people are so far removed from politics. We're not lawyers. We don't understand constitutional law and how to interpret it. We, you know, there's a million which ways. Right. But then when you add the when you say it's illegitimate this way or this is illegitimate. You're basically weakening the federal government in everybody's eyes, but then they do take power somehow, right? But, so every time you okay, say, but then it's weak, ask yourself this question: like, okay, if if they if they weakened it, is that such a bad thing? I don't believe so, but but not as it relates to inner law, right? Like, say for example, let's let's take a liberal state, a, a court ruling from from um, that that favored the conservatives. Name one recently. Uh, the like magazine bans on guns. California. Well, there was a yeah. Well, but they, but mean, they yeah. already do, Jeremy, and they get around that with with freaking you know the D whatever the with the uh, alcohol, tobacco, and whatever yeah, ATF, ATF fucking runs does little things, little fucking little rules that make it basically impossible, even though every citizen is guaranteed the right to bear arms, and yet they create all these little rules and regulations that it basically make it impossible for somebody to do to own it so so they they're already doing it that's why yeah. that's why we got at some point talk about that chevron case that's going on you know what i mean where they where they're about to possibly dismantle the fucking uh deep state and all these organizations and the powers that, but that's all another conversation but but to your point though right like abbott abbott's stepping up right and this is it's a beautiful thing that he's doing because it's putting the Biden administration in a really bad spot. Okay. It's optics. You send the military down the Eagle Pass and say, we're taking over. We're, we're nationalizing the, the, the National Guard over there because we're deeming it an emergency. Yeah, because they can do that. You can federalize the National Guard. Any that that's a law. And so now that turns into a whole other thing. But now you're seizing the border to open it up to allow people to come in when people don't want them here. So now you got the federal government in an election year saying, yeah, we, we want more illegals when nobody else wants them. That's a bad optic. Now, second bad optic, does the DOJ step in and arrest uh, Greg Abbott for violating? But, but, now, but you see where I'm going? Then he, he, what happens? He can then send an, an arrest DOG agents right. who stepped ground in Texas. Right. Then, oh, wait, all these Republican states, right, that are these 25. Oh, okay, guess what? Biden is now in jeopardy and in violation of the Constitution. We're removing him from the ballot. Now you got a bigger constitutional fucking crisis because you actually have a reason to remove him because 
he is it's a direct uh, uh, violation of the Constitution because he cited that in his letter. Basically, it's it, it's a it's a it's a it, like a high crime. You know what I'm saying? He, it, it, he accused that, him of high crimes of this. And I, we, we've talked about this before, but that then invites the convention of the states, because in this, this only adds flame to that idea that there should be a convention of the states to kind of reel in the fucking federal government that has gone out of control. It's just grown too big. Look, mm-hmm. I, get, I get messages from friends of mine who are liberals, and they're telling me, and, and we, we all go through this, and they're like complaining, but like, why the fuck after this whole bullshit that I've been going through with, you know, am I getting all these taxes taken out? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, you voted uh, welcome, for it, homie. Welcome to, welcome to the party that told you that I was going to take care of you. This is what they meant is that they're going to take your money so that they can give you your money back, eh, but at a, you know, higher interest. Or give it to somebody else. Oh, exactly. You give it to Ukraine. And, 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 and try to pollute the media to tell you that like tiny houses and living in a trailer and things like that are like the cool thing to do and everyone should do it because bro, you, know, you know how many TikTok yeah, videos I get uh, uh, about people who are living in their buses and I'm like what the fuck was this <laughs> mind you I live in a small apartment but still I wouldn't live in a fucking bus so, I just saw one the other day where this guy is on he's like yo man me and my girl he's like we're living in a like a uh, public storage unit yeah, storage yeah. like yeah they had him here in Phoenix for a while downtown on Grand. And, and, and and it's like he's like oh you gotta go the, they they got bathrooms I can exercise you see him like jumping in the hallway of the units and he's like you need food he brings his like box with his like portable cooker like you're going out to the whatever and like his one pan and and he's like oh and if you you know don't want something hot you can get something cold and like in your little unit you know you just make ramen or whatever the case he was doing it was just like. You're selling this as this is great. And, you know, it's just like, this is, you can do it. You can live like this too and have a place and be, you know, and he's like, it's climate controlled. So you're not paying for it. It's like, what? You will own nothing and be happy. That's the the essence of the WEF model. You will own nothing and be happy. I I heard this. I I watched I think I watched the same video. I think it was the same video, but the guy was basically saying, it's like, look, we're going to live like this until we can afford to buy our our own place. But Mm -hmm. there are people that, are, you know, there, there are people that would love to just go out camping and just live out in a tent out in the middle of nowhere by themselves, right? I mean, there's people that that's great. And you know what? That That is great. If you if you love nature and you want to go out and live in a campground for the rest of your life, do it. If you want to buy an old school bus and fix it up and put a bed in the back and a kitchen and a bathroom and you want to live in that, go for it. You know, uh, you can you can spend $150,000 and get a fully equipped RV to drive around this country for the rest of your life and living out of an RV. Great. You know, that's however you want to do it. If you want to live in a back of a van, you want to live in a $150,000 RV. Great. If you want to buy a a million dollar house. Great. If you want to buy a $200,000 house. Great. You know, it's. Yeah. But but Jeremy, the, 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 I I get what you're saying. There should be, there should be the choice. The problem and what I'm seeing is that social media and the media is is selling this idea that this is the better way. And but but yes. see there's there's a there's a reason why they want to do this. And the reason is it, again, it is a, a total attack on the family. Right? Because because it's this whole idea and we always go to this the Klaus Schwab, the freaking depopulation of the planet because we're overpopulated, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Is this is this fucking mentality. And so what do you do? You sell yeah. a lifestyle to people 
but you know, young younger people telling them, "Hey, this is ideal." When when actually, how do, how do you replenish the population if people aren't having big families? And how are you gonna have a big family if you live in a fucking little bus? Oh, I know how. I know how. All right, I know how. You bring them into the country illegally. Well, exactly. And, and look, well, why don't we take and, these people that are crossing the border illegally and put them? In storage units. No, no, no. They're well, they your technically job. are right now. Let, let, let yeah, yeah. They do, and they have we'll ten shits. Little bathroom down on the corner. You know, well, it's the, called the Great Replacement Theory. The, you're well, the watching it in real time happen. I'm sorry, people say it's anti-Semitic, and I'm like, I don't know how that's anti-Semitic. I'm watching ten million people, the size of three states, come over in the last three years to this country, and now we're living look, in this country, getting government benefits me, and all that. You are being replaced. I, I don't have a problem. With the diversity in that, and let me let me let don't me, care. The, don't care the, about that person. Yeah, exactly. Because if you look at what? if you look at the country, it was very diverse. It was diverse in yeah. religions and ideas, and people like the Catholics, the the Italians, the everybody from everywhere yeah. in Eastern Europe moved out here, and it was very diverse. Okay, even language. I'm not objecting to that. What I'm objecting to is it's an influx, and in it's too much. To to and these people aren't adapting to our culture. That you gotta allow for a certain amount of generations to to assimilate and love the country. That's not happening because it's to the point. It's an influx. So we're not anti-immigration here. We're anti-illegal and completely out of control. You know what they're also pushing yeah. is every time I hear something on the socials about it, it's not like. Yeah, there's some people to your point who are like, oh, you know, I really just like, you know, want to get out of the system and get off the grid and like not be, you know, by the man, I'm going to live off the land. That's true. But a lot of them, most of them, when you, if you watch enough and like different pieces, it comes down to, I don't want to say they slip because they don't even probably really realize doing it, but they're like, oh, I couldn't afford this. And so this is the better option. And it's really not about because they like really want to do it. It's really like, okay, what's the best thing we can do to like make a living and be in a place. Okay. Like, we can make this work. It's not because they, I don't personally feel like it's because they're just like, oh, I want to live in a tiny house. And this is so cool. I think they're like pushed to their back and they're like, okay, well, like let's make this work and be, and make it cooler. Make it is communism. When you live like that, yeah. that's the first mm-hmm. steps of communism. You're putting everybody in a container oh, where yeah. they think they're going to get out of it. You are never getting out. They're, 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 Going into their own demise. Dude, do you remember oh, the yeah. movie? You know what I mean? Like they don't understand. Do you that. remember the movie um, I Robot with, with Will Smith? Yeah, this is a 2004. Yeah. Okay, in it's that coming movie, to life, I feel. in that movie, yeah, exactly. But in that movie, they show like literally the robots, like that they were decommissioned. They put them in fucking what are those the containers? Where are yeah. <laughs> I mean, in little and they're like living there, and, and it's like this is this is to your point. Tim, this is what this is what they want to do with a, a vast majority of people, the the disposable people, the people who don't matter, right? Because all, all they, these people are, they're the proletariat, they're the workers, they're the worker bees, and that's all they do. And they generate income for the, and again, I'm talking like a communist here, but but there's a bad marriage right now that's happened between big government and big comp, big corporations. And this is bad. This is corporate cronyism that is happening. And which let me lead into the next conversation about this very exact same thing. So what happened? And this is a bombshell, dude. And I'm surprised. So, so about 11 months ago, Harry Lake recently released this video or this audio tape. And I don't know if I want to play it all because it's pretty long. So I'm going to describe a little bit of it. All right. What she says is that establishment G. Oh, well, hold on. In the tape is, G, what was his name? Jeff DeWitt. Jeff DeWitt. The AZGOP. 
chairman. In it, uh, you know, again, 11 months ago, uh, he basically says that the establishment GOP in D.C., somebody out in D.C., nobody's named, uh, wants the, basically the MAGA movement to, you know, go away. How were they going to do that? By uh, asking her or bribing her to uh, not run for, you know, whatever she's running. Is she running for Senate seat or? Senate. Senate seat. So to not run for a Senate seat. And so she's like, wait, what? And, and she's like, yeah, I mean, and they were talking about, you know, maybe they can put you in a, in a, in a company and give you a nice salary, you know, put you in a whatever. And I, I should play a little bit of it. Let me at least play a little bit of this so that you guys can get a, a, an idea of how sinister this shit is. It's What's fucking weird. On? What is, I'm assuming. Uh, I'm not going to play it all. It's 11 minutes. Um, I might put it in fast speed, two uh, speed. Yeah. While, while you're getting to the point you want to go to on this, yeah. what happened with her and her governor, governor lawsuits? Did that? They're still it, going on, but I mean, the, the courts point. are just stringing it along. And by the, put it this way, by the time a rule, like anything ever comes out of it, Oh yeah, you know we do determine that uh, she was cheated. It, it, four years is going to be up. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. The courts know how to string it along. Yeah. So they're gonna let it die out there. Okay, so let me um, let me play this and let me know if you guys can hear it. I think this is our friend. Oh, this is this is this is back east. They there are very powerful people. They want to keep you out. Oh no, they do. But they're willing to. Put their money where their mouth is, in a big way. So, this conversation never happened. This is crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. People love me. These people are corrupt. Well, maybe you're right. They are right. They are corrupt. Maybe. This is wrap. Don't, don't go. Do you ever though? I'll get myself in trouble. This, if you, if you, if you say no, that's just fine. It's your choice. Don't tell people. They're gonna have try to have me murdered. Saints <laughs> world, man. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff, I mean, I, they say the cartel's operating in fifty states right now, like all fifty. You mm-hmm. know? So, so what? What? What's going on? Who is it? What? Forget the who. Let me say the what. Let's just say people calling out, saying, "Gosh, you can't be the nerdy." Say no, don't. Say, "I got off the bar." Yeah. Here's this my problem. Rather than just say, let's work with her, she's a great candidate. Because they don't own me. And it pisses me off. Yeah, it's not about ownership. It's about control. I don't know it's about control. It's about being on the team. Like I said, you know what I mean? They want to be on the team. They want you to be on their team. But, just you know? but if they're pushing a globalist agenda, I can't do that. So what do they want? What do they want me to do? They want you to stay opportunities. <laughs> what? I'm going to tell you what I can offer you. Um, I said, you can do everything else talking about this. So the ask of me was, it's kind of funny. So the, the ask I got today from back east was, is, is, is there any companies out there or something that could just put her on the payroll and give her, to keep her out? And I said, well, what do you want to do? Like, whatever we need to do. This is about defeating Trump. And I think that's a bad, bad thing for our country. DeSantis is not America first. This is about the final death blow to Trump. And I don't think that's good for our country. I love, I love. It's not good for our country, Jeff. It's not, but at the same time, I'm not even sure Trump can make it. I don't know the people. I think what it really comes down to for a lot of people, it's not only about like, control or genetics, it's about the ability to raise money to win. You know? If you really want to know, all of politics, 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 politics,
in the email on there, like what makes them the most money? I know, these, all these consultants don't want their, their payday to end. And I don't want to make a deal with these kind of people. This is a hill worth dying on. I, I'm not, if they're going to steal the election to make me and our, our movement go away, I'm not letting them do that. I owe it to the people of Arizona or to carry their torch and their voice. Or you don't go away, but you pause. This is the battles right now, Jeff. All right, so so you got you guys get a gist of what what's happening here. Yeah. So okay, the while I was listening to this, yep. Um, the fact that she was chewing on something was driving me nuts, or whatever <laughs> she was doing. But um, yeah. So she's obviously the one recording this, right? Yes. So obviously I, I she's always, answering. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She when when you're recording a conversation and you know you're recording a conversation, you basically you choose very carefully what you're going to say and so you you kind of i that you're came absolutely through. right yeah i just like it immediately i'm like oh she's saying stuff that she may not normally say because she knows she's recording this and she knows she's going to be putting it on the news or whatever absolutely. right so take that with a grain of salt yes but, i mean other than that i mean clearly this guy's trying to bribe her or you know exactly. somebody and, and somebody that's all he's the messenger he's delivering the message on behalf of the the national and they NRC. need to arrest the treason the and then find out who paid him and arrest them for treason okay so so let me let me to, to your i acknowledge your point completely jeremy and i'm with you a hundred percent she's playing for the audience that was eventually going to hear this it took her 11 go, months a lot of people are saying well why did you wait for for that long Blah, blah blah, and then so Jeff DeWitt comes out and says, "Well, you know, she was trying to blackmail me, you know, blah blah." And so he's claiming something else, which could I don't I don't know, right? I not God, I don't know everything. However, here's what I will say: is that nobody forced you to say what you said, Jeff. And what you said is that people in Washington want her out. Why do they mm -hmm. want her out? Because she's leading by a lot. Right in in Arizona, she's she's right now in the primaries, so she's gonna she's gonna be the the nominee, and she may very well win, especially how things are going out there in Arizona. So so that's why people in D.C. the GOP establishment, to Tim's point, they hate the MAGA movement, and so what I say is that those people, the donor class, the elite, were done. Mitch McConnell, Steve Daines, the, all, all of them, these people who, this, who are part us. of the machine who are part of this fucking machine of corruption and bribery and all this, the good old boy club, the same people, hey, we're going to be in the same, but you know, and that's why you see them. You see the George Bushes, you see the fucking Clintons, you see the Obamas, they're all fucking hugging each other at the end of the day after they fucking went after each other and destroyed each other. And it's like, how, how do you guys know? Uh, uh, you know, before in a, a, a long time, I always, I always say this, say this story about, um, what, what was his name? Burr. And, and, you know, the, the feud that they had with, uh, what was the other guy? God, I always forget his name. Is it Adams? No. Uh -huh. God damn it. I, I, Aaron Burr shot the fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, Aaron Burr dies from, from yeah, this. Yeah. He, he gets shot. But, uh, that's how much they hated each other. If I can do a duel. All right. So, so th th this has, this is not new. The animosity that's been happening and all that, it's not new. Right. That's why, like you know, when when I oh, see Hamilton. these these Hamilton and yeah, but when I see these people today, and then after they've played on for their for their constituents, and you know, like for the cameras, and they put on the show, and then in the behind the scenes, you see them all friends and hanging out, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. So that's why when you saw the vitriol against Trump, it was real because they didn't invite him. 
He was not part of their club. They didn't invite him. And, and he, I mean, they might have done a formality. And Trump said, I don't want none of this shit. You guys are not my friends. You guys are not my people. And that's what I love, right? Don't be, don't be one person and you're fucking in the cameras and be somebody else behind the scenes. Fuck Trump you. Trump is Trump. Trump is Trump. Exactly. That's why <laughs> I love What you see him. is what you get. What, what you, you see, see is what you get, man. I love it. Well, and, and, and that's what they can't handle because they can't control them. They tried. They put, you know, they convinced him to put people that they wanted in positions. And that's why you saw him get fucked over a lot. And his agenda not, you know, being stymied. He made some bad decisions listening to the wrong people. I mean, it's politics. You know, you think that you, you're, you, that some of these people, all right, they're on my side now. They're not. People like us, we're on your side. You put people like us, you vet people like us to be in your administration. You don't, Mitch McConnell says, I want my wife on the, uh, transportation. No, it's your, you got ties to the Chinese Communist Party. No, no, fuck you. You know, Chris Kistie, I want Chris Ferre on the FBI. No, fuck you, Krispy Kreme donut. Fuck you. You're another globalist. You know what I'm saying? You can't do I it. I think he learned a lesson. You have to put people, right. I, I know this time, based on what uh, people in his camp and, you know, just what people like Bannon that are tied to this, they go, we're prepared this time. They go, we got 15,000 people vetted, ready to go. Day one. Like, honestly, to me, like the, the first thing, the first thing he should do in one of the first Epstein executive files. orders. Sure. Epstein. But the, <laughs> the second would be um, dissolve the fucking FBI. It's an executive order that has long stood since Hoover. Yeah. Done. Get it. Get, yeah. End it. End J6 it today. Pardon the J6ers. Yeah. Pardon the J6ers. Get That's rid of the FBI and reestablish a new one. Get everybody out of there. Fucking. I'm not saying get rid of intelligence and, you know, whatever national security. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that whoever's in there right now, they're so corrupt. So corrupt. Top to bottom. You got to get fresh new blood in there and fucking no, done with this shit. These people are corrupt, dude. These people are the ones who went after, uh, you know, um, uh, oh my God, the leader of the civil rights, Martin Luther uh, King. Yeah, they went after you, Malcolm you, X you, too. You, you think that they changed? They didn't change. All they, all they, cha all they did is change their focus. So look, I, I, to, to, to the low level people who work in the FBI, not talking about you. I'm talking about to the high level people who are fucking There's some fucked up ones that there are. Well, yeah, because they follow nah. orders. They follow orders. Yeah, the and, grunt, the grunt doing sometimes are the worst because you're following orders, man. Yeah. And, and, and it, it, you know, what's crazy is that like I, I hear about people who are, you know, like, say, for example, priests or whatever, people who are who are who go into these lines of business to work with children and they turn out to be the fucking predators. To me, people who go into fucking law enforcement turns out to be the criminals. And so it draw it it, it brings in a certain quality of people who want certain power to do certain creepy shit and yeah. bad shit. And we I, I I think every few years there should be a shakeup and and literally from top to bottom, get rid of them all, bring new ones. And this to me, again, term limits, term limits for all these fucking federal oh, agents. Man. Get rid of if you're there, you've been in at the FBI for 20 years, been there too long, get out. You Dr. cannot Fauci, be there. Perfect in, example. They're too long. Anyway, the sorry. highest paid official in the government was Dr. Fauci or, one, or top whatever. You're insane. Nope. You ain't shit. But real it, quick it, on the Jeff yeah. DeWitt thing. I mean, it, this is a big shakeup in Arizona politics. It's actually, I think, a good thing because he has rubbed most of the uh, AZGOP um, the wrong way, even though and uh, Lake did endorse him. You know, when he ran for the chairman and this is what he repays everybody with. I think it's a good thing. I didn't really like him. I didn't like I don't know what the AZ GOP is even doing. And I'm a state committeeman. I have no idea what's even going uh, they're on. They're in disarray right now. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but there's some good candidates coming out of this. So Saturday and ironically, 
Trump was supposed to be here on Friday with Carrie Lake. They canceled that event. That was supposed to be a big fundraiser event. Why? But our state, uh, because of all the chaos, they, yeah. they're in complete chaos right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is complete. This is so chaotic. It's not even funny. Fuck. And I have a feeling. I have a feeling it might have been based on bad turnout because we couldn't go. You had to like sign up to be like a little elephant and pay a hundred dollars to even get a ticket. You know what I mean? To even oh yeah, it was fucked up. Anyway, Bro, like fucking, um, but fucking Fetterman's coming around, like fucking talking about the the border. Like, what? Hello, Arizona. Hello. Because you know why? <laughs> because he went to fucking. He got mental health. He they this, they deprogrammed his communist brain. His I wife don't it. even like him anymore. Uh, All of a sudden, she disappears. Like fuck, she's gonna find out that I was the one. You ever see Boardwalk Empire when they were fucking <laughs> when the the wife was killing the, uh, the uh, husband? Like we don't know why he's dying. You find out you'll poison him. I think that's yeah. what his wife was doing to him. Because this guy, he's actually even talking normal. This is gonna go he's back not to sitting Brazil. There just looking at like he's she's fucking. Probably new. I guarantee you, she's fucking some fucking plant. She's that's crazy. That bitch shit. is crazy. Yeah, uh, they're all crazy. That's like AOC vibes. Like they want to kill their like you know they they, they kill their man for the power. <laughs> You know, these people uh, are fucking certifiably crazy. I, I want to show you guys one, one more video here. And this is actually Vivek. It's actually a good ooh, one. Breakfast I, Club? Yeah. Right, oh, right I now, just watched that before. <laughs> Vivek is is on fire, man. I, I know that a lot of us, uh, you know, we we were suspicious about him. But, you know, he 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 uh, drops out and then he throws his head. You know, I'm sorry. He throws his support uh, uh, for Trump immediately. He goes and campaigns with him in New Hampshire. Um, and now he's doing the, honestly, I think he should be his fucking press secretary or some, or, you know, like it, it, the, 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 cause he's so good at it. All right. I want to play a little bit of this, um, just to get you guys' reaction. Uh, but it, it, have you guys ever heard of breakfast club, Charlemagne, the clown? Um, mm -hmm. I, he's, I have he, he's a he's a podcaster. Yeah. You have we we played him on our show. I, I call we him Char uh, Charlemagne the Clown, but he goes by Charlemagne the God. Um, but I, uh, I I want to play this a little bit of this just to show you guys. Ah, I fucking I love Vivek, man. He has a bright future, guys. Let me first start off with this part here, where he talks about um, what the Republican Party should be going forward. Okay, and he calls it the Party of 1776. And I just want to uh, play this for you guys so you guys can see how he interacts with uh, Charlemagne and how he basically just, uh, Charlemagne is lost, dude. This is the guy, you guys remember, he, this is the guy who, uh, he, Biden was on his he show. He interviewed Biden. Yeah, and then he, Biden and goes Biden said, on. If you says, don't vote for me, I'm not black. Yeah, if you don't vote for me, you ain't well, black. black. You ain't black. So, and this guy said nothing to him. Like, that's the most racist shit ever. Like, okay, anyways. It's a so let, let me a play this. Um, and again, I love this, but Charlemagne, he I'm just cool. default liberal talking. He's an okay. NPC. He's an NPC. All right, yep. let me play. I think it drew a lot of people to us, which is the people we elect to run the government, the congressman, the senators, the president. Say what you will, agree or disagree. They should be the ones who actually run the government. It's not too much to ask. Mm -hmm. Today, that's not the case. They're all puppets. It's really the permanent state, the bureaucrats that are running the show. And the second thing is the moral obligation they owe is to the citizens of this country, not another one. So yes, I come down on the side of saying that we should be using our taxpayer resources. We should be using our military resources. Radical idea here to protect an invasion across our own border sooner than we're using it to protect an invasion across somebody else's border. 
don't think that's too much to ask. But the fact that that's controversial, both in the mainstream media's narrative of American politics today and even in the Republican Party, says that, yes, the thing we need to decide in the Republican Party is not me or Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley versus Donald Trump. Forget the personalities. Who are we and what do we actually stand for? I think the Republican Party should become the party of 1776, the party that says we stand for the ideals of the American Revolution, self-governance free speech, open debate, that you get to speak your minds openly as long as I get to in return. You know, we weren't included in none of that, though. Black people were... Okay, okay, okay. Let me interrupt this because... Ah, God. I I struggle with people who cannot argue ideas, ideals. Do you see see what I'm saying? Like, like he's presenting to him the idea of, of America. And then Charlemagne right away is like, well, well, black people weren't included in that. Well, guess what, bro? Neither were women. Neither were people who didn't own property. Like, you don't understand what the document said, what these people agreed on. They laid the foundations for an idea that all men are created equal, right? And it meant men in, in, as humanity. That's a general term to mean all human beings. And, and, and it, but oh, immediately. Because this is how fucking closed-minded they are. Like, they, they, he's not listening to him. He's not listening to what he's saying. We should be the party uh, that, that talks about 17 things, having hope and having these ideas of human equality that laid the foundation to what we enjoy today. Oh, no, no. Oh, we weren't included in that. Fucking narrow mind. Ah, God. I, I, I can't. And, but there's, there's so many people like this guy that think like this, that they're blinded by just race. Like, this, well, this is what they fed. Yeah. Well, and it's easy because, you know, it, you know, obviously the breakfast club, I mean, it's a hip hop show, right? So if you got a guy that's spitting some facts and gets people's, if he opens up five people's eyes and then they start changing, then you got five more, you know, once you start throwing the, oh yeah, 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 you're right. America was racist, right? That's it. But instead of saying, I understand what you're saying, you know, you're saying that, you know, you're talking about the, the concept of what this was, but in modern terms, like going back to 7076 means open debate. Me and you can have a conversation and think differently, but we both can talk. This is, we're not saying go back to 7076. I don't want that shit. Exactly. That's so, the, so this is what I'm talking about, Tim, when, when I say he's an NPC, because yeah, uh, we, we all know, for those people who don't understand what fucking NPC is, non-player character, it's the whatever, you know, it's the character that just plays a fucking one single role in a fucking video game, and they, that's all they do. They don't have no life. They don't have nothing. They just, that's it. They don't know one role, say one word, one phrase. That's this guy. He's just repeating what he's heard, but he's under, he doesn't understand what he's saying. He's like, well, black people would include in that. Yeah, but, but it laid the foundation for what we enjoy today, bro. The ideals are what we're talking about. He doesn't debate. They don't debate ideals. They, they debate the, the granular. They, oh, because it wasn't pure. It was wrong. Uh, but uh, let me play what Vivek says I'm, there's a couple more minutes here but i this is why i like i love vivek bro he this guy's he has a bright he's a future. smart dude he has a bright future he, dude he he, when he just, broke down the history with uh john adams and john yes, Quincy I'm, gonna adams play in this? I'm gonna play Holy that shit. i'm gonna play that bro so wait but i i love his answer here brown people like yourself yeah well, it's, people it's, like envy we were never included I'm in black but, but let's celebrate the progress we have made towards those ideals because here's the thing about the United States of America. We're a nation founded of, I don't mean this as, as a joke, we're not a nation of gods. We're a nation of men. The difference between man and God is that man is imperfect. 
yet we're a nation still founded on ideals. But only white so that men means founded you're, you're those always, ideas. That's the problem. That, that's stuck. Past, man. Stuck. That's not in the past. You know, the other day, I can't remember the site where they said I think uh, that they're referred st- to as a, a 7-Eleven worker at, white, at the White House. Oh, the Babylon. So, so, so the Babylon Bee came out with a joke about <laughs> it's satire. Uh, yeah, so it was satire, and they, and I saw I saw actually Vivek re, re, uh, react to this. So they basically they said that Trump put him in his in his cabinet as a Seven Eleven whatever uh, CEO or whatever, <laughs> worker, and it, it's fucking hilarious, whatever you know. And so Vivek sees it, and he's like, "Bro, like really that that's what consumes you being offended." Let me play it. Yeah, like this is this is and that's satire. a right wing conservative. This is satire, that, that, but that's how they look at us. That's how they satire. That's how they look at you, and that's how they can, look at us. Can I? Can I just say, what do you, What do you think? It was a joke. I took it as a joke. It actually, if you read into the article, which mm-hmm. I which I did, it was actually it was actually poking fun at a lot of the left wing self awareness here. What do you think Martin Luther King would say? We just had him. See, this is you look at his face. He's not even fucking listening. He's just mm-hmm. he's just obsessed with his his way of yeah, thinking. He needs that talking point. Yeah. I need to. I need to gotcha. Like, I need to gotcha. This motherfucker calls himself a god. Has a fucking yeah. great successful podcast, but he's a victim. But yeah. he's a victim. He's a multimillionaire. Multimillion. What in the fucking world? Like this is what drives me nuts about like the, the Beyonces of the world. The, the, all these black successful billionaires complaining about. Oh, well, we, had, bitch, you're fucking. Like what? Do you, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and they live up in the hills with white people. Uh, they live anyway, in the richest areas. Let, let me let me move on to the next one. I, I just have two more clicks for you guys. So th- this particular discussion, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on here again. I love Vivek. He's fucking amazing, dude. He has got this dude is gonna go places. So the, uh, this next discussion, uh, it talks about the founding fathers, right? And this is to, to Tim's point. Uh, and you know, uh, uh, I I call him Charlemagne the Clown. Uh, response uh, to something that a point that he's making that that Vivek is making about the founding fathers and he, and, and immediately Charlemagne the clown calls it says they were rapists they were oh my god so let me let me play this just fucking just like I have like I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to react to these people because it's like you are living in with the fucking glasses of racism and that's all you see that's all you see yourself as. Not a potential human being. No, oh no, I, I'm I'm black and I'm oppressed. Useless. Let me play this. Celebrating today, and yet when I say things like this, people will put that now in the category of right wing conspiracy yeah, theorists. Celebrate the founding fathers. When in fact, yes, of course I celebrate the founding fathers. But the founding fathers were rapists and murderers. I <laughs> mean, Charlemagne. So I think we we're gonna have a deep disagreement on this one. These <laughs> are people who set without the ideals that they set into motion, we wouldn't be where we are today. Tell me about John Adams. How much, how, how familiar are you with his story? I'm not. He was an abolitionist. This is In beautiful. his own time. Listen he to this story. second president of the United States. He did not own slaves on principle. Not only that, he actually fought for the liberation of slaves as the second what president. What about George Washington, Thomas Jefferson? Well, I mean, look, a lot of these, a lot of these guys, I mean, Thomas Jefferson is one of my favorite presidents. Like, I can always my favorite president. one person to make a point, but. No, 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 but I'm making the point that the people today who are going to go decry our founding fathers for being slaveholders would have been back then the people who were slaveholders. But Boom. You do right? Realize- That's what I'm saying, because they're just. Boom. Fo- okay. Uh, the, okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I might, I might cut here. We're, we're going too long, but he has a great story. I, I would recommend anybody go listen to this podcast because Vivek is amazing on here, but. I do want to make a point on what just happened here, okay? Because, see, he, he says, oh, they were, you know, they own slaves. Therefore, therefore what? And, and Vivek says, all these people who decry this shit, 
you go, you, you put them back 250 years ago, all these same people would have owned their own slaves too. And so he, here's what I say to that. And I, I've had this conversation with a lot of people. The, the hero of the civil rights movement, Martin Luther King himself. I ask people, I ask women this, right? Did you know that he was, he was unfaithful to his wife? Not just once. He was very unfaithful to his wife. He was a cheater. Does that take away from his, the movement, the ideas that he had? It shouldn't. It doesn't mean he's not, he's not perfect. Yeah, it, it very well means that. But let's we're argue men. his ideas. And that's, what, and that's the point that Vivek makes. It's a great point. You know, and I always say this, and I get this from Prager. Prager says this all the time, and this is so true. You judge people based on the time that they lived in. 200 years from now, the world won't be eating animals. Okay? That we're going to find some synthetic form of way, and they're going to look back at you, and they're going to say, oh, that motherfucker ate, that motherfucker ate cows? Fuck that <laughs> son of a bitch. Fuck whatever he had. Fuck his ideas. This is how, this is how, this is how Charlemagne the Clown thinks. Because the it was a norm back then, guys. It really was. There was no laws against it. Was it wrong? Of course, it was wrong. But that was what the time was. <laughs> exactly. I, it, anybody, uh, I don't. You, you know, it's easy to shake a crystal ball, knowing what's right and what's wrong now, and how things have evolved. But like you said, go put yourself back two hundred and fifty years ago, three hundred years ago, four hundred years ago. You were either you would have either been a worker, a slave, or a slave owner. Okay, that would have been it, right? You would have fell in those three categories. You would have either been working the land as an immigrant, Irish, Pole, whatever, come to this country, right? You would have been a slave in the South if you were sold from, you know, the slave trade that came from Africa, that started in Africa, you know, African tribes, you know, like we got to talk about the whole history here, right? Or you would have been the one owning them. You know what I mean? So a billionaire today would have looked at this and go, well, I, if I'm a billionaire, you know, if I, if, if I have a hundred thousand dollars back in 1770 you know 1600 and i'm rich well yeah gee, i need people to work my life this is just the way it was now we know that it's wrong and we just turned it into corporate well, America. and a lot of that was <laughs> you know what i'm saying a, a but, lot of know. the slavery back also was indentured servitude right you you worked until you had to pay off a debt you became essentially a slave right you, you paid off a debt now of course it was abused and i'm not trying to absolve from that but but again this was so commonplace, but, but not even, it was a certain percentage. It was the elite people who were able to afford this. It wasn't even the common man who had slaves. So when right. they say all white people, really all white people, the majority of white people weren't fucking, you know, elites. Dude, they were all poor. Stop. It's like, it's, now check this out. Now just remember, right? People got, everybody loves talking about history about this time, but nobody ever wants to say, yes, did a, did a lot of white people own slaves? Yes. People forget that free black people, free, free black men own slaves too. Wasn't as a majority, but we, they never talk about that. Black men who owned property had yeah. slaves. Are, are we going to go and trace their, their, their lineage and find out who their children are? Some of them have they found out they were part of the Confederates. Find out who their lineage is and, find, and have them pay reparations? It's anyway. happened recently. A couple of them just came out and said, oh shit, I didn't realize that my ancestor... It was uh, a white dude from the Confederate well, Army. Well, well, <laughs> and, he, and the guy was in shock. And I'm like, all right, so pay yourself reparations yeah, then. Exactly. How do you feel? You know what I mean? Uh, like, it, yes, no, no country in the world's history is clean. You can't show me a single country that 
China killed fucking how many hundreds of millions of people as part of the uh, Bro, Mao's revolution? Come the on. The slave trade itself would not have been possible if it were not for African Muslims who were, uh, you know, abducting. We can go deeper into this one. But this it, is the it, truth. We can go deep. But this we can is the go truth. Deep into this the African one. slave yeah. trade was made possible by African Muslims who abducted other Africans from their from their tribes and sold them. Mm-hmm. It was it wouldn't. Oh, but you don't look at that piece. Anyway, all right. Oh, you can go deep into this. We, yeah. uh, <laughs> we got into the weeds, uh, but this is actually, I, I like this episode. Um, I'm peacing out. All right, lady. Hey, man, you get your time. six and get, get down to that border. You know what I'm saying? With the boots and the fur and just go pop, pop. <laughs> what? I'll have my camera. I'll have my camera to be like, this is. Well, that's your gun. Yeah, just, I, I want to see video of, uh, you know, the federal agents trying to seize the border. How far are you from Eagle Pass? Oh, she's far. Dallas. Yeah, I'm in Dallas. Uh, I don't know where Dallas is. It's north, mm-hmm. north, yeah. north, north. Yeah, north, yeah. North. Dallas is north of the. Yeah, that's like on the. Whoop. All right. Later, homie. It's good seeing you. <laughs> All right, hey, lady. Bye, Bye. guys. Good Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Salty Show. Find us on some of the social media platforms. Give us a follow. Hit the like button and share some of the content. And we will catch you all next time. Bye. See ya. Adios. Muchachos. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Salty Show.com. <laughs>